0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love.
1: Every day in the nice little Canadian town of Beavermount, Ontario, is pretty much the same. Folks are polite. There's a hockey game that evening. And someone gets brutally murdered.
2: Sorry About the Murder, a very Canadian murder mystery podcast. New episodes weekly. Listen to Season 1 now by typing Sorry About the Murder into your favorite podcast app. Ah,
1: Previously on Dungeons & Dragons, you, your horses, and wagon are sent crashing into a rolling wave of forces as your head hits
2: the ground hard. Uh, I think I wake up Thea first. They see a Woman in her late fifties, she would be played by Betty White, like Season Six Golden Girls. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
3: all right. I like it.
2: Mm -hmm. Are you all right? Who are you? Oh, uh, my name's Margaret. It seems that you got in the path of the, uh, well, whatever the hell this thing is. I'm trying to track down. For a while, Margaret, you'd come across tracks, having gone to settlements that have
1: been destroyed before. So you were following some of those tracks, and they disappear like just
2: abruptly. This is the same damn thing, that you can track it for a bit, and then there's just nothing. Um, The light trail eventually comes to
1: a clearing in the forest. Just as you're getting to the clearing, you see flickering light
2: up ahead of you. You said shadows. Have you seen figures in the trees or things just outside of your vision that when you turn, they're gone? No, we don't believe in any such sort of... um, child's stories. I just want you to know that idea of, well, these are stories we tell our children, things like that don't exist. That's going to get you killed. You hear screaming, and you see, standing amidst the
1: rubble of this tent, close to what you could presume 15 foot tall, gorilla-like creature, it turns and it looks to your group. Its eyes flash a deep, dark red. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Morn. With me today is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. I play Flint Firebeard. And Carla Maxted.
0: That's me. I play. Is it Lex? It is right now. Let's see if it sticks.
1: And Amy Moore.
3: I think that's me. I play Sia Amastasia.
1: And back with us today, a very special guest from the Crit Show. It's Rev. Hi. Woo-woo. I'm playing Yay. Margaret Broadcloak. Um now, Rev, you play on the Crit Show. Yes. You run, you run games and you play games. Tell us a little bit about the Crit Show and what our listeners could expect when they come and when they come and just,
2: just pop in. Yeah, so uh the Crit Show is an actual play podcast, of course. Uh, and we focus on Monster of the Week and other powered by the apocalypse games. Um, In the first season, the hunters discover they have to go to other worlds to kind of get all the things they need. And so our mechanic now is that when they go to a different world, it's a different powered by the apocalypse game. And so they get to experience all these different games that exist by all these smaller publishers or independent publishers. Um, And one of the big things we kind of focus on is that in the first three or four episodes of that game system, we want to make sure you walk away, know how to playing it. That's awesome. It's a a lot of fun. I really like that, because we
1: don't describe how to play anything.
2: But we it's (laughs) kind
1: of
3: like a what not to
1: do, if you... (laughs)
3: That's true. It's a good...
0: It is... We are instructive, in a way. Just don't do what we do. Learn how to actually play the game. So,
1: if you feel like you're missing something from Dungeons & Dragons... Go Which check out The Crit are. Show. <laughs> Don't leave
0: us entirely, <laughs> but
1: it's
3: okay to, to let your eyes wander.
1: No, but please do, because you put on an amazing show. I haven't listened to all of them yet, because I only recently just met you when we recorded for dm to gm Yes. But uh, but yeah, it's amazing. whole team's fun. Uh, I highly suggest going to check it out. Where you can check out some other things... Is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Cast, And when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Not can. It's not an op, It's, it, it's a thing it's that happens. It's not, not optional. We will dedicate you to you whether you want us to or not. You know what? And we, we're we going to say it as happy as we can. So today's patron that we are dedicating an episode to is Creighton's underscore Raven. Creighton's Raven. Raven. Oh.
2: Thank you, That's Raven. That's fun. That's awesome. Thank you.
1: And now, fuck it. Let's play d
4: and I thought for sure Amy was going to make a that's so Raven joke, but whatever.
1: Missed the boat. Missed didn't even the think boat. of
0: that. It's too late. He already said the starting words. And now and it's gone.
2: Post.
1: You are in the middle of a clearing. You have just seen this monstrous, huge beast in front of you. Horned, long-tailed, gorilla-like figure, uh, and... Margaret, you see it disappear as you are charged by several hippo-faced apes, pink and gray. I'll give you. You said it was
3: red and gray, red and black is what you said last time. You said orange
0: and black is what I wrote down in my
1: notes. (laughs) Orange and black.
0: They're, they're multicolored. The it's a rainbow thing. of apopotamus. They're calico. They're calico hippo face monk.
2: The red and gray is the is the ass of the ape. Red, grey,
1: black, orange, green, blue. I've got all the colors there now. I can just mm-hmm. cut in the ones I need. Um, I'll give you you're on the edge there. I'll give I am. you three a beat. There's running, there's screaming, there's mayhem, the 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 settlement uh, people that you've come across. They don't seem very organized at all. Um, some of them are screaming and on fire. Some of them are running for their lives. Others are trying to grab nervously their weapons. I'll give you three a beat to kind of arrange yourselves, and then we'll roll for initiative.
3: I'm curious as to being on the outside of this. When the big creature disappears, do I see anything different? Being Having, having, having an outsider's perspective...
1: We're gonna we're gonna zoom out. Oh.
3: Um,
1: you were busy focusing on the army out of your periphery, or the soldiers mm. out of your whatever you were seeing out of your periphery. Um as you see this flash and the tents start to go, you see the shoulder of this this ape kind of appear out of the tent. Like it was Inside and the the tent burns around it. You catch the horn coming up over another tent, and a blast of lightning goes. As you hear um, coming from different sides of this clearing, um, the sound of grunts and and ape so they're noises. coming out of the forest. They're coming out okay. of the forest. Um, and as you see this, you see this burst of lightning go and. Almost like it as it goes, it seemingly to you pulls the the creature in the center of this clearing along with it. Like it's being Like beamed like, up? Like the lightning like comes out of what you could presume is its mouth, but then as it kind of dissipates, the beast follows behind it, disapparating as it as it fizzles.
3: Is there anything left in the spot where it was?
1: Uh, there's the burning village. You're not close enough to see anything.
3: <laughs> fire, lots of fire, yeah. screaming and lot fire. 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 Lots of fire, People Monkeys. on fire. Okay, sorry.
1: I uh, was going to give the three of you a beat to uh, discuss, arrange, and then we'll roll.
2: So in the moment before this thing vanishes and I actually get eyes on it, is there anything about it that looks familiar that I understand um, to try to figure out what it is or might be. Make a nature check. Uh, 17. You recognize parts of it.
1: Obviously, the, the, the hands and the build of it seem very ape-like. The, the joining of all of these different features of it seems very unnatural to you. Um, throughout your travels, you would have heard of the Fae whether you've been there or not. Well, you tell me. Have you ever been to the Fae?
2: I think that I have dealt with a few, but I don't think I've physically been there. All right. So you know that
1: in the Fae, from the stories that you've heard, from those that you've um, interacted with, is that not everything is as, uh, as it is here in the material plane. Some things are mixed up and unnatural as we would see it. Um, but that's what this in this moment kind of reminds you of is more of a, a fey being rather than a being of the material plane. Lex and Flint, you are woken and you come out and you see kind of just the aftermath of this. Now the, the, the ape hippos charging towards you. Margaret's floating with her, her boots. Thea's nowhere to be seen at the moment. What do you do? Uh, You mentioned people were on fire? (laughs) (laughs) I did maybe mention that. Yeah, uh, it's because uh, the the tent where the beast was seen erupted in flames, and the flames are starting to spread. Um, The people who ran from, there were a couple people who ran from who seemingly survived. Um, They're on fire. They're kind of rolling around. Some of them are being padded out, so they're... Frantically taking care of each other, uh, not necessarily well. I was going to say, is there
4: anyone that I can like wrap a blanket around and stop
1: them from being on fire? <laughs> sure you you run off to do you run off to uh, uh, someone who's frantically screaming their clothing is on fire. You tell me what you do. You t- full body tackle them? Uh, it's not really a full body tackle,
4: but it's in that realm of things, but it's like blanket first. <laughs> you get a, a jumping hug, if you will. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Lex.
0: I think I am just going to um, probably pull out my greatsword and get ready to fight these creatures that seem to be attacking. Like I want to protect these sort of hapless Villager people that are
3: These dumb dums who've got themselves <laughs> into a stupid with their, situation.
0: You know, their rusty gardening shears or whatever they've got. I don't think that's gonna
1: So charging towards you, you see seven medium size, so we're gonna say like four to five feet tall ape hippos and
0: Apos? Apos? Apopotamuses? I don't
1: know.
3: Yeah, i oh, appreciate it. if that could be used. That's it. Yeah.
1: And two larger. So they're probably more six or seven feet, very burly, charging towards you. Everybody roll for initiative.
0: Oh my god.
1: Uh, you have to roll for <laughs> Another initiative. 20? Can... Uh, nope.
0: That's a 1. That's a I not rolled a 1. At least it was wasted
4: on an initiative. It's
0: true. Oh, well, it's only a six. I rolled a four. I rolled a one, Amy.
2: 17. So proud?
1: <laughs> also 17. 17. Who has the higher dex? That uh, modifier.
2: Surely must be Flint.
4: Uh, plus three for modifier.
2: Yes.
0: It's not. A, she's not a spry Betty White
2: type. No, no. <laughs> she wears her age well, but it gets in the joint sometimes.
0: Well, her <laughs> hips don't lie.
1: We didn't really say how big this clearing was, but we'll say it's 60 feet full across, so you're right in the middle, 30 feet. Apes are charging towards you from uh, mostly from the north, as Margaret would know. Um, <laughs> uh, a couple in- smaller ones coming uh, from the south. You kind of do a quick <clears throat> scan. So, how many did I say there were? Six and two? You
0: said there was seven medium and two large. You know
1: what? <laughs> I should write this shit down. You should, because yeah, you know Carla's okay. doing it.
0: He was oh, gonna go sorry, with six. Sorry, you're right. Uh, you said there was
1: five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they disappeared.
0: Three. There's
1: Two tiny ones. <laughs> okay, so uh, so two medium ones coming from behind, five medium and two large, kind of coming and flanking from uh, the north. And Flint, you're up first. Uh, all right. Are they? How far away are they? Uh, it's thirty feet to the perimeter from the center where you are. So they're within thirty feet but are they within 25 feet? We're going to
4: say that you...
3: (laughs) Do you want to walk ahead five feet, though, (laughs) Tom?
4: Well, Uh, we're going to say their dwarves don't have super-duper movement, so I need to know if they're within
1: 25 feet. We're going to say they have charged out five to ten feet, depending on which one you're going for. You have run to blanket an individual. Um, Now, the two of you were... The three of you were sleeping, so armor-wise where you at uh
4: I feel like Flint's pretty adept at sleeping in his armor
0: <laughs> yeah I After mean I was on podcast, next watch with so I don't think I would have like fully geared down cause I would have been getting up soon
1: I'm gonna write a note here that Flint is gonna start experiencing exhaustion for sleeping in his armor <laughs> Not today. you know how
3: refreshed you'd be had you been sleeping naked like you really wanted to
1: well, mm-hmm. Thea
4: won't let me do that anymore. <laughs> All right, what do you want to do? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll uh, charge forward and hack and slash at these
1: mofos. Okay, you going for one of the bigger ones or one of the medium-sized ones? I will go for one of the bigger ones. All right, so yeah, like I said, seven—you know, seven to eight feet tall, wide across. The bigger ones have long tails that are holding a mushroom. I don't like the look
4: of that mushroom tail, so I'm gonna try to stay like directly in front of said large hippopotamus ape. Okay. Is that what we settled Ape-op-dom-us? on? Hippopotamus? That's what you settled on, yeah.
3: Hippopotam ape. <laughs> yep.
4: That's the one. Alright. Uh, alright, I pull out my long sword and I say the magic word of moist. Alright. And my first attack is a
1: 23 Uh, 23 will hit alright
3: weird 23 hits an unarmored monkey
4: it's crazy right
3: it's really big
4: alright that is 14 damage
1: as it takes your hit it recoils and then thrusts its belly at you for a 26 to hit, that'll hit. Does it help that I did cold damage to it? I mean, it doesn't help specifically. Okay. Um, I just, you never know goes, with some of these monsters. Burr, <laughs> as it belly thrusts
4: you.
3: You feel its hard nipples on you no, as it thrusts no. its chest at you. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. And
1: you're going to take 23 bludgeoning damage.
3: Oh, shit. And
1: you're knocked five feet back.
3: Thea chooses not to join the battle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said out? 23? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm
3: gonna opt out. Thea watches from the sidelines just like they got this.
4: Uh, I guess I will attack again. All right. That is an 18. That too will hit. Okay.
1: That is 11 damage. Um, it, it it takes your hit and then rolls into your your attack and bends over and grabs its knees and its tails lift up and a plume of noxious gas comes out from its behind. It
3: farts at him. Make a
1: Constitution saving throw.
3: Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even right now. What what is happening?
4: A uh, Constitution saving throw. All right. I have an advantage against poison, by the way. Uh, it's not specifically poison. Oh, okay. It's just well, yucky. that is
1: a 22. Okay, you're fine. You're, it stinks. It's noxious. It's gross.
3: You retch a little bit. Yeah.
1: yeah. Perfect. Uh, well that tail is uh, out and about, I'm going <laughs> to...
4: Do it! I'm going to slice it off of it oh, with a 22 attack on that one.
1: Okay, yeah, sure. So you're going to slice the tail off.
4: Yeah, like the little mushroom, yep. and it's gonna. I'm just gonna hack that right off. Do it. Uh,
1: that is 17 damage. So the tail comes off. Mushroom and tail drop to the ground as it shrieks a hideous grunting holler. Margaret, you
2: are up. So the people below are panicking. Um, do I see any of them even in any condition to? like protect those who are like what's Christo doing how's he how's he handling this (laughs) uh
1: Christo was in one of the tents, so he ran out kind of similar time to Flint and Lex and yourself um he is trying to calm some of the people he was one of the ones to go grab his weapons but as he sees Flint rush out and you fly up he kind of is trying to take stock of some of the people that are more panicked
2: Okay, Um, so I think I'm gonna fly down and land next to Flint um, and and yell to Christo, like, as I go by like, stay between us and these people and uh, I'm gonna try to hit the one that uh, Flint is fighting. Alright. So 28. Oh! Yes. Yes, that will hit. Uh, That would be 9. And I don't suppose that this thing happens to be a fiend or undead.
1: Uh, It is not, actually. There. So you've come down and strike down with your mace as this ape is kind of rolling through some of the the damage that Flint was dealing, jumps up and tries to belly thrust you. Uh, That's going to be a 21 to hit. Yes. 12 bludgeoning damage, and you are knocked back five feet. Um, and you two have three actions per round. So you can attack two more times.
2: Uh, yeah, so I think I will do that. I'll step forward again and take a swing at it because this is one of them and I've seen Flint. I, I don't know him uh, but if the stories that he's told me of what they have done are true and this one is still standing that's not good news. okay 15. 15 will hit and that will be seven.
1: Tell me what happens when you kill this first yeah. creature. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, Margaret leaps forward again after getting knocked backwards and holds her shield a little higher and hits at the, uh, kind of the underside of the belly, um, where, cause it was very hard at the top. And so she thinks like, Oh, if I can get it from below and, uh, it just kind of collapses to the ground out of air. Um, and she slams the shield down on its head.
1: It deflates, and a noxious cloud comes up, and out of it, make a Constitution saving throw.
2: And its response to what?
1: Um, to a noxious cloud that came out of the deflating gr- gorilla po.
2: Okay. Uh, so, like a a a stinking cloud or a harmful gas or vapor. Yes. Okay. I have um, advantage on those. Ooh. I like it. Oh.
0: So specific!
3: I'm glad it came. It in really is. It is. Again, <laughs> smelly things.
2: So, yeah, I just bought a bunch of random items, that I thought, oh, if you encountered various monsters around the world, here are the things you would have randomly found. <laughs> uh, so that is a twenty-three. Uh, yes, it is. It is
1: certainly st- stinky. I uh, well, I mean, it depends what your thing does. Maybe you don't even smell it. I'm not sure how your item works specifically, but uh, you certainly don't take any. Ill effects from it, other than it being a stinking cloud.
3: Margaret looks at Flint and he goes, "Wasn't me."
1: <laughs> um, so you have one more attack. Um, you f- flew down, so you'd still have walk or run speed, walk speed to get to. Probably you could make it to one of the medium-sized ones.
2: Um, I think I'm going to stay where I am. Okay. In case any of them get closer to the the camp.
1: Okay, Uh, we could say you would uh, ready that action. So if one on its turn comes close to you, you can ready to hit that as it's coming towards you. Okay. Okay, and then we are to the apes. The remaining large one, um, if you went to that one, the other one was on a farther side, rushes towards the encampment and begins to try and get some of the frantic people. um, And it attacks... Uh, with its fists Uh, one misses but one of the townspeople one of the soldiers so to speak quote-unquote takes a fist uh, hard in the chest Um, and Lex you're close enough that you would hear bone crunching as this person falls to the ground um, the medium ones, one is going to, at least, uh, yeah, one is definitely going to rush towards you uh, and Flint, Margaret, so you may take your attack as it approaches.
2: Uh, natural 20.
1: <gasps> All right, so Ooh. you roll your di- your damage dice twice, and then add your modifiers once.
2: Uh, 18.
1: All right, tell me what happens when you kill this m- this smaller...
0: Damn. Thank God, Betty Margaret's White. Here. Yeah,
2: Fucking really, right? Just taking him down. Fuck with Betty White. Um, <laughs> I think that she hears that sound from inside the camp of that larger one and just the, the rage, the frustration of something having gotten past them. She just takes it out on the closest one. And so it's just straight in the face. Perfect.
1: Um, it drops to the ground as. Th- two more rush over to you. One attacking uh, Margaret, one attacking Flint. So the attacks on Margaret, two fists. Um, First one is going to be a seven. Next one is 21. Uh, 21 hits. Okay. Then you are going to take six bludgeoning damage from one of the fists of this creature. Flint, Uh, 15 and 12. Neither of those hit, I don't think. Both are bad. All right. Uh, both let out a stinking, noxious odor cloud. Um, you don't smell it because you have special things, Flint. You're gonna have to make a Constitution saving throw again. Okay. Thank God, Con is one of my good ones. That is a 19. You're fine. Four more rush to the encamp. Two toward or one towards Lex. The other three towards townsfolk. Uh, the the ones uh, rushing towards the townsfolk each get a punch off, but don't drop the townspeople. And then the one towards Lex, that is not good. 11 and a nine.
0: uh, Nope. (laughs) Okay. Carla's like, right, I'm Lex. Yeah.
1: Uh, Thea, you are up.
0: (laughs) What? I I thought he needed me to add those together, and I was like, no, I don't do the math. No, you just give me the end number. Um, Okay, well...
3: Could we possibly say that while all this is happening, I've been slinking through tall grass toward the fight? Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that cuz had he made me take a turn just w- like running through a field, I probably would have tipped a table or something. <laughs> 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 he would have been like, "And that's your turn." <laughs> so, I'm going to try to cold breath. Okay. I do not. That's my turn.
1: I have to make a dexterity saving throw, so.
3: I oh, Do I have to recharge it if I do? Oh, that's, that's only after recharge.
1: I use it? <laughs> right, because that's what re okay. means. So you're.
3: <laughs> okay, I, f- I want to find a big uh, one. I want to find a big one. There's one big one in the camp.
1: Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay, so dexterity saving throw. Yes, please. Yep. Nine.
3: Twelve, so no good. So you take 4d8 cold damage. Oof.
0: Yeah, blast him. it's getting chilly
3: Oof, up in doofa. her. That's a one. That's a two. Guys, we're getting okay. there. Okay. That's another <laughs> two. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and that's a five. So 10 cold damage. Did this actually yeah, spit
2: ice cubes at? at the...
3: Yeah. Yeah, kind of, okay. yeah. A blast of freezing wind in a 15-foot cone.
2: Um, okay. Takes him.
1: Uh, it is chilly. Flex.
3: Sorry, does it take my damage?
1: Yeah. It, oh, okay. You're yeah, just like, it it's local. Cool. Well.
0: <laughs> hey. Um, I am going to use a bonus action to cast Searing Smite. Okay. And then I am going to attack the one that tried to attack me. With my great sword, okay. so that is How a great twenty-nine. Is it? It's pretty That's great. Pretty
1: great. That's a
0: great roll. That's
3: um, not even critted.
0: No, it's plus ten. So that is going to be ten uh, stabbing damage, but then also it will get three fire damage.
1: Okay, as your uh, blade, yes. Mm-hmm. Blade strikes in uh, and ignites some of the fur. The ape lets out a bellow and drops to the ground, seemingly unconscious.
0: Great. Well, I'm gonna move on. To, oh, unconscious. Okay. Well, let's finish that. Well, do I care? I mean, about it drops to the it ground. Off? It.
1: you I don't, don't. know. I'm
0: gonna move on to another one because maybe check for pulse? maybe they talk and we could interrogate it after. <laughs> maybe
3: I could tie it up and throw it in, in a river. Throw
0: it in a river. <laughs> Kate, next attack is an eighteen. Mm-hmm. On whatever other one is closest to me. So that is going to be 6 plus... So 10, 11 damage on that one.
1: That one is also dead.
0: Great. Well, let's go for a third one Oof. then. Okay. That is a 23. Ooh. 11. That's 16 damage on that
1: one. Um. Okay. So describe this kind of pass through that you do here. So you haven't made it to the big one, but you've taken out three of the more medium-sized ones.
0: Yeah, I think hearing the sound of that creature break the villagers like clavicle or whatever it did like really made me like all my protective instincts come out. So I am just like not raging in a and d way, but in a normal way. And I'm just like cutting through and I am trying to make my way to that big one because I want to take down the biggest meanest creature there is. So I'll I'll knock all these little guys out of the way on my way to that big one.
1: Okay. It's the people's turn. And um, the majority of them uh, are... Well, a couple of them are, are were engaged in combat, um, but you have amended that for them. Um, and they are busy trying to uh, stop some of the people from running back into the forest or are running with them. Um, Christo is moving. He has finished... Helping somebody, sending them to a more safe vantage point, and he's going to charge towards the uh, larger ape creature with Thea. And that's a natural 20. He swings with his sword.
3: Uh, I don't like that. Uh, Pass.
1: <laughs> he's not going to hit you. I mean, gonna hit, Crystal's our Crystal's friend. Oh. a good guy.
3: Oh, right.
4: Um, so that's going to be... Is coming uh, at me? You think Russ just named one of the hippo I <laughs> <Yeah. waves? laughs> don't know
3: that. How <laughs> embarrassing he that did. they
2: had the same name, too. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Make
3: really awkward. awkward. They both Roll look the when you call them.
1: Uh, that's going to be 18 slashing
3: damage. I guess he's not as useless as we thought he
0: was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll okay. Take it
3: back, Christo.
4: Back to the top. Flint, uh, who's nearby? Still some of these medium-sized boys?
1: Yeah, there's one on each you and Margaret. All
4: right, I'll take it t- Choppy, choppy at uh, the one that's on me. Okay, uh, that is a twenty, but not a critical. Right.
1: Uh, yep. Uh, Ten damage on that one. You you cut into it deep. It's bleeding out, and it drops to the ground. It's still uh, it's still crying out in pain. I will right, we'll
4: take a second action to just finish the job. Do you need me to roll?
1: N- you you get advantage on it. It's prone.
4: All right. Up to I you. mean, is seventeen enough? Do I need to roll again? No, you're good. <laughs> in case it was a crit, thought I would. You little cocky uh, yeah, so 17. there, Tom. Uh, yeah. uh, I put my
1: foot on its back and just like run my sword through it. Uh, it in a swift, clean cut. It stops any noise it's
4: making, and I turn and uh, take a chop at the one that uh, is attacking Margaret. Okay. Twenty-three. Yes, sir. Oh, that's full damage. Seventeen. Tell me how you kill it. I mean, essentially same thing. I kind of
1: trip it, put my weight
4: on it, run it through. It worked so well on the last one.
1: It's clean. It's humane. It's, uh, it's it works. It's Bob Barker approves. <laughs> uh, okay. Anything else? Movement or otherwise? There's no, none immediately around you. So if you were to move, you would not be invoking opportunity. Uh, I'll move about ten feet closer to the big one that's left. Okay, Margaret, your turn.
2: Uh, I think seeing Lex and Cristo with the big one, I'm going to rush over to it. Uh, how far away is it?
1: Uh, you, you can definitely make it this turn. Okay. So yeah, within thirty. Uh,
2: and I'm going to get next to Cristo uh, and swing my my mace at it. Okay. Uh, twenty three. Yes, sir. And I think it being in the middle of camp, um, I do nine damage, but I'm actually going to spend two of my my superiority points. Okay. Um, because as a monster hunter, um, if I spend two, I don't have to roll them. They are just the top number, but I have to spend two. So it's actually twenty nine points. Twenty nine points of damage. Yes.
0: <laughs> All right, okay. Margaret. Whoa, that is a handy-ass
3: like thing to yeah,
1: have. Right. Okay, so describe to me this move as you come over and strike this thing down.
2: Um, I think it's very similar to the last big one that we took down that Margaret runs up behind it and slides underneath it and is able to hit that weak spot right underneath its belly um, before it gets real hard where it's been attacking us and it collapses to the ground and she brings the shield down again. So we picture Betty White,
1: like <laughs> ninja sliding underneath this large hippo ape creature, driving your mace up into it. And as you hit it, it hollers and looks down at you and beats its chest, releases a noxious gas. Um, but then all of the other ones, and this one in, in unison, just like the large one that you saw... From behind them, lightning erupts and they are pulled into. You see the light leave this large creature's eyes as it's being sucked back up into this lightning. All of them have disappeared. You're out of combat now.
2: Well, that's a hell of a thing.
0: Um, Can I go and cure or, yeah, I want to cure that guy's Busted bones.
2: Yeah, you
1: walk over and he's he's still alive, but like gagging blood pop, you know coming up. He's grasping his chest as you approach.
0: Um, okay, I am going to kind of kneel beside him, and I am going to cast cure wounds. That's my spell casting ability modified.
1: Christo, Two. Margaret, and Thea are all within sight and range of this.
0: Um, <clears throat> uh, It is just um, not mass cure wounds. <laughs> Sorry, friends. I'm just going to cure this guy. Uh, Seven plus five is 12. So he gets healed for 14 points of damage. And as I do that, my other knee kind of comes down and I like, have to kind of catch myself a little bit.
1: Uh, You see this energy pass from Lex into this man and everybody within sight and earshot hear the bones crunch back together as they reform and assemble and the the blood stops coming out of his mouth and the panic leaves his eyes as he looks up and says, thank you.
3: I trot up beside Lex and offer myself as support so that he can lean on my big furry body to get up.
0: Mm-hmm. That's nice. And um, then I just say, "It's Thea
3: Bt Dubs," <laughs> because <laughs> I realize that we haven't talked since I left, and mm-hmm. uh, there's just a big wolf here.
0: Um, I guess. <laughs> Why is it so mysterious, Russ? Now they're all just gone again. <laughs> You guys, when I was out in the woods,
3: I saw where that first big monkey thing came from. And it was inside a tent. Oh. so It was in a tent? It was in a tent before it burned that tent down. Do you think
0: one of the villagers turned it? Hey, Christo, is everyone accounted for? The creature appeared from within a tent. So, is one of your people missing? Did one of your people? Miss-
1: um, let let me uh, let me go check. You see, people kind of as as things are calming down, coming back from the tree line, and those that had weapons are um, are kind of. Doing, I'll, I'll I'll just do a I'll do a count and 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 let you know. And he runs off to go do that.
3: It's either that or they're popping up through some sort of portal through some sort of. I don't know.
4: Well, I mean, they disappeared via lightning. Maybe they arrive that way too.
3: Is it lightning, or are they being sent to different places? Because I feel like they were being called back
0: all yeah, at once. Yeah, when the all big ones died, and then they all left at once. It seems like a strategic retreat.
2: The big one, the the real big one. It wasn't entirely this, but it seemed like it had elements of of the Fae. I don't know if you've all dealt with them. I haven't had a whole lot of run-ins, but it was like a, a, a hodgepodge of different animals. And it was very distinctly angry nature, is the best way I can describe it.
3: Thea nods her head. There's some fucked up creatures in the Fae. I wouldn't be surprised at all, but... How did it get here? What is it doing here?
2: Did you notice, did the lightning strike before it appeared or after?
3: Did I notice if the lightning struck before or after?
1: Um, You saw the lightning appear from within the tent, setting the tent ablaze, and then it kind of burned down around it.
3: The lightning seemed to have come first, I and mean, then as the tent burned away from the lightning there was you know as i ha- i have to give props a wonderfully fabulous entrance <laughs> but i don't know
2: maybe flints right maybe they're coming and leaving through the lightning somehow
1: christo comes back and he says i I mean, some of some people are injured, but it it seems like every everybody's here.
2: Whose tent is that? And or whose tent rather was there? There's no tent left to be that. Um, that was Leroy's and Veronica's
1: and Jughead's. Moose, <laughs> <laughs> Archie's? <laughs> um, you know, it was, it was just we none of. None of us are very important if that's what you're getting at. I mean, we're, we're all important in our own special, unique flavor. We're, we're all we're all unique snowflakes, as our parents have taught us. Um, but Wait, did he say Faye? Get him! <laughs> 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 unique way, unique way. Oh, Slip of the tongue. Oh Sorry.
3: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say in all of our unique flavors, and then stopped yourself, like.
1: <laughs> in you our unique that unique flavor. flavors. We're very tasty, like little nuggets. <laughs>
3: New problem. <laughs> Cannibal.
1: Everybody, you're standing around. Uh, make a perception check. M- Margaret and Lex at advantage. 18.
0: Uh, so 26.
3: Am I relying on hearing or smell by any chance? You're still a wolf?
1: Yeah. Uh, Hearing, yeah. So, yeah, you advantage too. Sorry, you're not very upset. And this isn't as good, so 18 is good. Okay. Also Uh, 26. 26, 26. All right. The 26 is in the group. So, Margaret and Lex, you feel like a cold stillness fall over the group.
2: Look up and kind of scan eyes around the camp. As you look around,
1: you, uh, you, the the trees that were moving naturally with the wind appear to be still at this moment. The
2: clouds above you begin to swirl. Anybody seen anything like this before? And I'm looking at Tia in particular.
3: I look up at the sky in the direction that she's looking. Has Thea seen anything like this before? Mm-hmm. It looks like a storm. Is it a storm? Are we in the eye of a storm? Is this a hurricane? I've read about those.
2: One of those elusive forest hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> it might be an ape NATO, I'm afraid. An
3: ape NATO. <laughs> I love everything uh, about that uh, sentence. If
4: Ian earring shows up, I'm going to lose my mind. Russ, <laughs> <laughs> <Roz, laughs> did you get Ian earring to guest star on the podcast? Three, 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 Reed two, walks out of the. There
1: he is. No. <laughs> Um, Uh, No, as you look up, I mean, aside from looking like a storm or perhaps a funnel cloud forming, you haven't specifically seen or felt anything quite like this.
3: I would say it's just the weather, except it's too coincidental.
1: And as you say that, Lex and Margaret make a dexterity saving throw with advantage. Everybody else just a regular dexterity saving throw.
3: 18. Mm. 19. 16.
1: 6. <laughs> 18, 19, 100. Is that cool.
0: your 25?
1: So, everybody yeah. everybody <laughs> who rolled below a 19. <laughs> so, only one. I was of you. so far. Uh, wait, what did Christo do? Not. Yeah, not yeah, well. Christo,
3: you're in the same um, boat as me.
1: Lightning strikes right in the middle of your and fans out this crackling energy. And it's quickly followed by the beast you saw at first as it falls from the sky and lands like a meteor, crushing out the ground below it, throwing the majority of you off to the side. Lex, you just in the like nick of time, leap up as this thing hits the ground And manage to just miss the first wave as the ground rolls out. Everybody except Lex is going to take uh, 16 bludgeoning damage plus 14 lightning damage. So a total of 30 damage and you are knocked prone as this huge fanged horned gorilla beast stares you down. Roll for initiative.
0: Now we're here. In the middle. Now we're here. It's the
4: middle. Is it Welcome the, middle? To the middle?
3: Welcome to the gooey center.
1: Mm. This is where all the goods are.
3: It's like the middle of a cinnamon roll.
0: Mm. That very center part where it's all like gooey and sugary mm. and cinnamon. You, you get your fingers oh, really sticky,
3: but you mm-hmm. definitely wait and for that part at the end. Yep.
4: Yay or nay on raisins involved in cinnamon buns? Nay. Sometimes. I'm good with... Oh.
0: I would say not a hard no, but my preference yeah. would be no. Okay. Yeah, when
1: I when I pick up a cinnamon bun, I'm like, hmm, there's probably not raisins in this because I don't put them in there. So probably not.
3: <laughs> you know, when I pick up a cinnamon well, bun, I, mean, I think be... to myself, this is delicious and wonderful. You know what else is wonderful? Our patrons.
0: Our patrons are wonderful. Our patrons wonderful.
1: are the best. Uh, over at patreon.com slash dumb dragon is where you can find out about all of our patreon patronage and and
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That yeah, that's, what that's it. it. And um, our patrons helped us reach a goal. Oh, and what a and goal. how? And for the reward at that goal, okay. So we watched Moonraker, James Bond. We Russ's favorite James Bond movie. We so good. tweaked it in our minds to make it more like Austin Powers, and then we played a game. Based around all of those facts swirling around in our brain. And that's what we put down. So we played an Austin Powers themed episode. And that's coming out as this is released on Friday, which is February 7th. And we can't wait.
4: And if that combination sounds insane to you, it is. Just wait till you hear the episode. Oh, it is insane. It is. It's
3: nuts. Uh, feel free to watch Moonraker first. Then you'll be like, what? And then you'll listen and you'll be like,
1: no, what? the way I like to picture it. it is you go, you listen to the episode. It's available okay. for patrons, $5 and up patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. Uh, you go, you listen to the episode and then you're like, what the fuck? Why were they thinking that this would be a good thing? And then you go back and you watch Moonrake and you're like,
3: and then it all makes on. sense.
4: Because the source material was oh. so elevated that. Yeah, of course
1: we nailed it. Every, I'm on a horse. Every, every story piece in that movie. But you can go find that over at Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, the episode Friday. But you can become a patron today. Absolutely you can. Thank you for considering it. Next week, we've got a special bonus episode. Our patrons, at a specific tier on Patreon, you can join us to play a game around the table. Not an Austin Powers game, although maybe, if that's what Mm, you really want. Oh, no, please no. Um, But we have a game time tier. And you can check out the details. Next week, we're going to release one of those uh, sessions that we recorded with one of our patrons to show you how much fun we have with you. And hopefully you can have fun with us.
3: Um, sorry, I'm just hung up on on the if they ask for an Austin Powers <laughs> theme. You are right. opening yourself up to
1: a world
3: of possibilities, my friend.
1: Look, I'm, we're going to be honest with you. It's a higher up tier. But because of that, suggestions are welcome. And I will plan them. Maybe if somebody else is DM, they won't plan them. But I, I love you more than they do.
3: <laughs> Whoa! Drop there, it out there. There, there it is. There it is. All right.
1: Uh, yeah. So that's what we're gonna leave you on. <laughs> Hopefully, you have a wonderful day.
3: Just to summarize, you know what? Austin Powers, sorry not sorry. Russ loves you more. Come play
4: games with us. That's a very good summary. You're just amazing. That was it. So good. I think instead of the montage of edits that you do at every start of the episode, we should just have Amy do a succinct recap.
0: Yeah, I like it.
1: Anyways, back to the episode. Thanks, everybody. Patreon.com slash Cast. Please go check it out. So, Margaret, you're up first, so you're prone. So to stand up takes half of your movement. You were knocked just five feet out, so not far from the beast, but uh, you are currently prone, staring down this large beast face to face.
2: Yeah, I'm going to get up and reach into my pack and uh, drink a potion.
1: Okay, healing potion. It's whiskey, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. A little little liquid courage. Uh, So I'll heal 16... Okay. Um, what kind of what is the scene in, in front of us now? You know, this thing has hit ground zero. Has it blown everybody back, essentially?
1: Yeah, so everybody except Lex. Lex seems to have jumped up and is still standing, weapon drawn, I presume. Everybody else uh, in the immediate vicinity, the the larger group was off to the side um, and panicked and fled for the most part. I mean, pretty much everybody. Uh, Christo is seemingly unconscious um, the beast is standing before you the ground around you is torn up uh, very much like when you found Flint Thea and Lex originally uh, kind of that earthquake feel to it um, and is considered uh, difficult terrain so half, movement is halved
2: okay um, and so this is a D&D question um, yep. so I used part of my movement to get up obviously I, I assume I used part of my movement to get in my bag as well
1: uh, um, no, that would have been a free action. Okay. So, yeah, you would have used, you've got a movement of 30. Yeah. So you've moved 15, or used 15 to stand up. Uh, so you still have 15, difficult terrain. Like, you, you're you you're within, still within range.
2: Okay. Um, so I'm going to um, activate my, my boots again and okay. fly up next to Lex. So as I get next to Lex, I'm going to raise my shield and swing at this thing and see how sturdy it is compared to the other two we, styles we've seen. Okay. Sturdier than that, I assume. Uh, 17.
1: Uh, 17 hits, but just barely. Seven. So you strike in with your mace again, I assume? Yeah. Um, and it... It... It hits, but the, the beast doesn't seem to move or flinch based on this... Attack. Um, it barely even draws any blood. Like it's a, a scrape. You hit kind of its arm from where mm-hmm. you're standing, uh, so you don't really see much damage below its fur.
2: Um, yeah. Seeing that this hasn't had much effect, I'm I'm gonna try again. Okay. No, I'm not. That would be a nine. <laughs> uh, that you one, know what? Thought about mm-hmm. it. You don't want to do it. That will not change my just, mind. I'm just scuffing up this mace. Let me th- rethink this. Okay, Um,
1: it kind of just glares down at you and grunts as Flint. You move into position. All right, how far away am I? Uh, You were knocked five feet back from the epicenter, so I mean you're within. You're yeah, you're five feet out from where it is.
4: Okay. Uh. Yeah. I will also stand up. That seems like a good course of action. Okay. Um,
1: and I'll move towards. Where Margaret and Lex are. You can make it within range. You're not gonna be able to cluster with them, but you'll be within a few feet from them. What if I dashed over to them? Yeah, we'll say you can make it, yeah.
4: Okay, um if it's now engaged with with Margaret, and I'm guessing Lex via proximity, uh I'm gonna come at it from a slightly different angle. So like wherever I would have been, you know, ten feet away from them, I'll go at it from that angle just to spread out the love a little bit and I will uh, swing my moist tongue longsword at it okay Uh, that is a 24 Uh, that will hit Okay. that is 8 cold damage and then 5 extra so 13 in total got it same sort of thing as before does it look like it got hurt does it look like it paid attention at all to my blow (laughs) kind
1: of like winces, I guess a little bit, but not like it took a huge hit. Okay.
4: Um hmm. what else do I have that's like maybe more fun to do than just hacking away at it? Probably not much. I'm just a fighter. <laughs> uh yeah, I guess I'll uh, I guess I'll go for it again.
1: I like, go oh, we have a group of <laughs>
4: It's a lot of fighters. slashers Yeah. yeah. Uh sixteen, I don't think that's gonna hit. No, sir. And we'll do third attack. Twenty-four again. Uh yeah. Uh nine damage on that one.
1: Okay, at the end of your turn, it uh moves without provoking opportunity attack. It leaps up into the air and back forty feet. So away from oh, it would make sense.
3: I will run, bitch.
1: Uh, moves towards the group of people. So it's about 10 feet from the group of people and lands on the ground. It is its turn. It turns and looks back at your group and then charges towards the crowd of now running and fleeing people. They've kind of spread out, so it's not going to get all of them, but they must make i have got to make fist attack
3: I yell run in a serpentine pattern
1: that's uh, a that's, that's a 30
4: luckily, you gotta zig we, when they think you're gonna zag so, luckily we've learned it's vindictive <laughs>
3: <laughs> right it, fuck you guys I'm going after the innocent people
1: it charges into two of them and you just hear bones crushing as it barrels through two people
3: to one of those people that Lex just finished healing up <laughs>
1: not oh, specifically no, that. that one
2: was the trip really necessary?
1: <laughs> um it is now 60 feet away from you. Oh, damn it. Um and it is his turn.
0: Dash doubles my speed? Yes. And it's 60 feet away?
1: It is, yeah, 40, 20, 60 feet away.
0: Yep. Great, right, I'm going to dash. Okay. Cuz I want to kill it cuz I hate it. <laughs> um, I also am going to, um, use a superiority die to do, a fainting attack, which if this attack succeeds will be handy. Okay. Um, is a 29.
1: Okay. The attack succeeds. So
0: probably <laughs> succeeds. Yeah. Let me remember, uh, I can expend a superiority die to add... The total to my damage roll. Okay. And then I also will have advantage on my next attack. Okay. So that is no, god. I wish I got to roll a d20 as my superiority down. have <laughs> oh, been right? fucking amazing. Uh, so it's 13 damage on that first attack.
1: Okay. And you have advantage on the next pass.
0: On the next attack which I, well, I'll take it. It was a 19, but Okay, no, I'll take the 19, so that'll be a 29. Okay. Uh, Six, that's 10 damage. And then I will attack one more time. Oh my god, how many actions do you have? Can I borrow some? 18. <laughs> 18 hits, right? You said 17. Hits. Yes. Uh, five, nine damage. Okay. Does it react to any of that? Is uh, anything happening? Y-
1: yeah, so you run up behind it because it was charging towards these people and you're striking into it. Um, you manage to, it does not have fur on its hind quarters. Um, you manage to draw blood and it, it raises a foot and launches this clawed foot back at you, kicking at you. And cow kicks you. Um, uh, that's going to be a 29.
0: Yeah, I'll do it.
1: That's 14 bludgeoning damage.
0: Okie dokie. At least it doesn't
3: bend over and like fart in your face or something. Yeah, (laughs)
0: at least it's just fighting. It's not being rude.
1: Okay.
3: I can
0: have turn now?
1: It is your turn now. (gasps) Okay. It is 60 feet away from you.
3: Yeah, it doesn't even matter how far away it is. I use a bonus action to turn uh, back into my elven self. Okay. And I cast Moonbeam. On this motherfucker
1: But it's a cloudy night
3: Doesn't matter A silvery beam of pale light shines down In a 5 foot radius A 40 foot high cylinder centered on a point within range Range is 120 feet
1: Okay When a creature
3: enters a spell area for the first time On a turn or starts its turn there It is engulfed in ghostly flames That cause a searing pain And must make a constitution saving throw Otherwise it takes 8d10 radiant damage.
1: Constitution save. 15.
3: Fail. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, get him. Yeah. Get him. A shapeshifter. Hold on. I don't know if this is important or not, but maybe it is. Read it. A shapeshifter makes its saving throw with disadvantage. Still stands. If it fails, it also instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light.
1: It is the same shape as when you did before you hit it. It's
3: worth a shot. I mean, yeah. And on each of my turns after this, I can just move this beam so that it is back on you.
1: How far can you move it?
3: 60 feet in any direction. But the monkey doesn't know that, so it won't move 61 feet in any direction.
2: (laughs) It
1: can't.
3: I'm just saying,
1: it just <laughs>
2: won't. <laughs> it's like the giant space
4: laser. My daughter. <laughs> just so we're clear, the monkey will not be doing. <laughs> so many oh, details. I like
3: hear the sound that, of this. listeners. I get to roll damage. All zeros, all zeros, all zeros. Okay, wasn't all zeros. Why were you hoping
2: for all zeros? Because the oh, zeros are tens. tens. Yeah. right. I was. <laughs> I how to play the game. <laughs> uh, this is how to play.
3: Okay, so there's
0: 10. Guys, is
4: Russ a bad DM? Uh, I
0: don't know. <laughs> Does Russ know how to play D&D? 15, I always assumed it was us. That's
4: why he never rolls D10s, because he thinks 23, 23, he's getting zero.
2: This is the worst is I'm This is awful. 31,
3: 38 radiant damage. Suck it.
1: Okay. Uh, Did tell, murder it? Uh, n- n- no. Tell oh. me what it looks like as it hits.
3: Uh, just seemingly out of nowhere parting the clouds, I don't think it actually goes up that high, it's only 40 foot high, Um, but just a blinding light blue and icy comes shooting down from the sky directly over top of this fucked up monkey
1: It hollers loud and it echoes and bounces off the trees and back around you It begins to charge towards you, moving 20 feet, kind of just barreling past Lex and towards you
0: and I trip it on its way. <laughs> I put my <laughs> foot out. No. Okay, we're back. Opportunity to... attack. Oh, you said it doesn't zero. I stick a stick in it. Attacks. Spokes. Yeah. Uh, back... <laughs> it's on a. Lo- it's on a little bicycle, right? <laughs> Did Restaurant mention it's I, on a tiny bicycle? I thought it, it was, was really <laughs> fun.
2: Uh, back to Margaret. Uh, can I get to Tia before the gorilla? You can get to the uh, yeah yeah. So the
1: it charged forward uh about 20 feet. Um so it's another 40 feet away. So you yeah, it's your turn so you could make it to Thea.
2: Yep. Okay. Uh yeah, I want to fly over to Thea and I'm going to touch her and uh touch her on the shoulder and now she has protection from evil and good. Uh and so any fey creature attacking has disadvantage when attacking her. Interesting. Like having seen this thing her do now something see. in it yeah.
1: Okay. Awesome.
2: Okay, so Margaret's
0: got so many tricks we've never seen. <laughs> she sure um, does. does.
1: Does that count as an action? A bonus action? Does it say?
2: Uh, that is a spell that I get. It is under. Um, oh, I see. spells. Spells protection from good and
1: evil. One action. So yeah, you still have two other actions to do something. Can't cast another spell, but um,
2: if you have some sort of yeah. Range Uh,
1: attack or...
2: So I think that uh, after I land next to her and I touch her and cast a spell on her, I'm going to kind of put my hands on my knees for a second and breathe heavy, and uh, I'm going to use my second wind uh, to get some hit points back. Okay. Uh, So that'll be 24. Um, And then I'm just going to ready an action to hit it uh, if it gets over here. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Okay, um, it is a flint. <laughs>
0: yeah. Illip was just here for a He's eyes. a flint. <laughs>
4: uh, I'm going to make my way over towards Thea and Margaret as well, being as that seems to be where that giant ape monster is going to. Uh, but along the way, I'm going to throw my dwarven thrower at it several times. Cool, 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 cool. It is cool. It is. It's a 23. Uh, Yeah. Okay. And that'll be 14 damage on the first one. Okay. That is a 31, so I think that's gonna hit. You've gone oh, too long. <laughs> I mean it's a plus thirteen bonus, for us Jesus Christ. Who gave you that item? Fuck. Uh <laughs> some, no comment. Some Idiot DM. <laughs> uh, a benevolent game master, yeah. that's you. Uh that's eleven damage on the next one. Sure, yeah. Oh, rolled it off the table. Hang on That's here. a nat
3: 20 if that happens.
4: Right? And that is a 19. Uh 19 will hit. Plus. I rolled a six that time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my At least you can uh, miss. And that is 15 damage.
1: Oofa doofa. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
3: what exclamation was that?
1: Oofa doofa. Oofa doofa. doofa. Oh. It's a classic. Um, okay, so... Everybody's crowding around Thea. You let fly your hammer. It zings back again and again. And you're hitting this beast as it's running towards you. You hear muscles tearing, bones crunching as it's screaming towards you. It gets within 20 feet and it jumps up into the air. Uh, It rolls into a ball and it comes crashing down directly about 10 feet in front of you. Each of you, uh, except for Lex, because you're farther back, can make a strength or dexterity saving throw. Your choice. I mean, I'm going to pick the one with the plus five bonus, Russ. I get it.
0: Seems like a good strategy.
1: That is a 24.
2: Okay. 23. Okay.
3: 13.
1: Okay. Okay. The 24 and the 23 succeed. The 13 does not. But I have protection? Uh, what does that do for me? Target has advantage. Oh, you have advantage on any okay, saving Oh,
3: gosh. Yours. See, I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. 17?
1: Uh, but
3: that's an 18. Sorry, 15 plus three is 18.
1: 18 still does not help. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know, so close. So close.
3: So glad we looked up all that information about
1: this spell. <laughs> you never know. It might have worked. It, it was very close. Um... The earth heaves up in front of you and a burst of lightning comes out, shocking through. Uh, Those that don't save take full damage. Those that do save take half damage.
3: So looking forward to this full damage I'm going to take.
1: 18 bludgeoning damage for full damage, so 9 for half. And another 16 lightning damage. And Thea, you are knocked prone. Uh, so that's eight uh, and nine. So 17 for those who take half, and you are not knocked
2: prone. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction uh, to use Shield Master Evasion, which just lets me, on a dexterity saving throw, if it's half damage, take none because I get the shield up in front.
1: Okay, yep, then you take nope. none. Awesome. It stands up and reaches to the sky, and lightning begins to call down to its hands. It is. Uh, Lexus churn. Dope. So you are. It jumped 20, ran within 10, so you're 50 feet from it.
0: Come on. How Man. can I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he went into his mind palace
3: to get those numbers. Didn't yeah, you see? Yeah,
0: totally. Can uh, you dash more than once?
3: You can, but it That's... uses an action each time, doesn't it? Is that you how can dashing only, works? No, you can yeah. Only dash one. Oh, you can only dash once.
1: Lame sure kick. Okay. I don't fucking know. Dash. I don't just, know. Yeah, but I think as long as you're taking oh, up you an can, action yeah. to do
0: it. You're, yeah. Are you asking
1: just in general or like yeah. just on your turn? Um so
0: Yeah, e- just in general.
1: Um you can't Hold on, you can't dash again until you move 0. So you dashed on your last turn, so if you move 0 this turn, you can dash on your next turn or you can move up to your full speed right now and not dash again until you move 0. Because they assume you got to where you wanted to get, and you can just kind
4: of stand. Mm. They didn't account for the jumping monkeys. They didn't know about
0: the wind sprints I was trying to do in the middle of this (laughs) battle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, then I guess I will throw a hand axe at it, but bear with me, because I think I can do another thing. Also, aim for the butt. Right.
1: I mean, that that was a different character choice, but, you know, whatever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tr- use another superiority die for distracting strike. So I'll get to add the superiority die to my damage, and then the next attack roll I'll have. Um, sorry, the next attack roll against the target by an attacker other than me will have an it will have advantage. So the next person that attacks it will have advantage. Right. Okay. So I am going to throw a hand axe at it. That is a 20, not a not the good point. hit. Yeah. Uh Seven that is 13 damage. I have another hand axe, so I'm gonna throw that one too. That is 20 again. And that is eel, uh, 15 damage.
1: Uh, so both of these axes fly through the air and stick into. posterior side of this beast
0: great well I have one more attack so why not throw the dagger too let's just see how many I can (laughs) how many weapons I can have hanging out of this this ding dong Uh, 22 and 12 damage and so yeah, and then so the next person who doesn't attack has advantage.
1: Um, okay, it um, as it's getting stuck with and it's reaching up to the sky, it begins to move away from everybody. It's running towards the trees, full speed. so it moves 40 feet towards. I mean we already said it's 30 feet from there. so it makes it to the trees.
0: Do my weapons fall out of it as it runs away?
1: Yeah, we'll say the muscles loosen them and they <laughs>
0: Great. fall on the way. Be sad if I lost all those nice weapons yep. I got in that small but weaponful town.
1: <laughs> uh, Thea, you're up. It is running, so it.
0: How far is it from
3: where the beam so was before? That was That's my Lex important was. question.
1: So it was fifty, and then it ran. It was another fifty 40 for me because it was closer tree. to you guys. So it is Pythagorean theorem. A squared plus B squared equals it's too far away.
3: I fucking hate you. I can't do anything fun. Okay.
1: <laughs> equals
2: sixty one feet. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <Nope>. Exactly. <laughs> Math. Uh. <laughs>
4: I mean it had been established it was not allowed to
1: run more than sixty feet away. <laughs> I mean I I can't help, you know, you you know, hurting it and wanting to flee now.
3: Okay, well I'm gonna let it go. Not the monkey, but my beam.
1: Back to the Frozen songs, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: have no idea. So, how, you said it's 30 he feet didn't from really me? Say. Uh, it was 50 from Lex, actually, and then it moved.
1: I did the math, and it's 64 feet away. From the beam, from the beam,
3: (laughs) which sucks.
4: You're the worst, Russ. Yeah, because you could have just said it reached, but whatever.
3: It's not like you're married to me or anything, and there will be consequences. That's good.
1: Okay, how
3: far is it from me?
1: Uh, fifty feet.
3: Okay. (sighs) (laughs) It's
1: kind of funny. Come on.
3: (laughs) I run toward it twenty feet.
1: Okay, it's in the trees by 10 feet. So, obscured vision. I'm not sure what you're trying
3: Fine. to Fine, I run into the woods so I can see it. Yes?
1: Sure, you dash.
3: No, because oh, I no, won't you're be able feet. to do any spells yeah. if I dash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you okay. get to the edge
1: of the trees. Yep. Good,
3: okay. So... Even if I can just see part of its hairy ass running sure. away from me, you
1: see it's bleeding anus.
2: <laughs> oh, <What>? No! Wow! <laughs> I'm sure it doesn't want to just have us kill it to put it out of its misery.
3: Right? I it. Well, dagger right up, right up the old bum hole. Okay. Anyway, uh, on this fleeing behind that I see, I cast blight upon it at fourth level. Okay. So a necromantic energy washes over this monkey ass motherfucker. Um, draining moisture and vitality from it. <laughs> <laughs> moisture. I'm sure it's all coming from the bum. Uh Target must make a constitution saving throw.
1: Thirteen.
3: Yep, that won't do it. So it's going to take eleven D eight damage. Damn. I don't have that many D eights. Give me a moment.
4: Do you need us to roll some D8s for you? Yeah, we can also roll for you.
3: It's a
1: group roll.
2: Team roll. I to be my own
1: I mean, it's kind of a, it's like a team building exercise if we all roll all the D8s.
3: I have three available. I'm not going to.
1: I also have three available. I'm not going to
3: lie to you. I'm going to say no only because I never get to deal damage ever. (laughs) That's fair. So.
4: Well, yeah, Russ always moves things four feet (laughs) further from you than he needs. (laughs) Four (laughs) fucking.
1: Feet. I didn't even do it on purpose. It just worked out that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, you were doing the math I that knew quickly. It. It's yeah. probably actually what was yeah, happening. Yeah, it's
1: probably true.
4: <laughs> Your robot programming always, <laughs> always doing math that quickly. <laughs> just outside. Error.
3: Okay. Roll them. I'm doing it. <sighs> okay. Seven eight nine ten eighteen twenty four twenty seven thirty one thirty four and then I have to roll two more so it's thirty four plus ten is forty four
0: necromantic <laughs> um Necrotic. Necrotic. That's what I was looking for. thank you. No, I think <laughs> I know. necromantic I was, like were, was probably
3: yeah. it. Yeah, yeah nailed it. It's right there. Describe <laughs> to me
1: what your spell looks like. I mean, it's a shit ton of damage, but describe to me. You run over to the trees. What do people see?
3: Uh, they see me run to the trees, and then they see uh, like a dark kind of cloud that comes from my hands. But it has like a like a slick, oily look to it, and it wraps itself around this stupid monkey as it's running away and slowly starts to like squeeze and pulse
1: yeah I like the idea of like this 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 stuff coming out of your hands and like moving through the trees it does damage the foliage as it goes and then yeah, I feel grabs, bad about that grabs hold of this creature as it's swinging through the trees and it it's begins to slow as the life force is being drained from it. And you see it reach for a branch and then begin to fall back to the ground. But right before it hits, you see that same lightning bolt. Like the minute, the instant before it thuds to the ground it shoots up and out of the trees and everybody else sees it shoot above the tree line and this large explosion goes up into the air and where there should be an echoing thud, there is nothing.
3: I think Thea drops to her knees. It takes a lot of energy to suck the life out of someone. But my hair is shinier. <laughs> so there's that.
1: You are... Uh, out of combat. From what you saw, if it had hit the ground, you could presume that it would have been dead. But was sucked back by something or someone.
3: It doesn't feel like a win if I didn't for sure kill it.
2: So. I get it. Oh, no. I think like the night sky lighting up and just us standing out there and looking up at the, like, the cloud that it goes back into just... Oh, you gotta fucking be kidding me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's some like wimpy uh-huh. ass bitch somewhere throwing monkeys down and then just taking them back. I just scream out to the back. universe, come and fight us yourself!
1: Somewhere else we see a almost a crystal ball within the a liquid surface focusing in on Thea and we see a hand tapping on the arm of a a chair. It pans up and to the back of this person and we see in this room the dead body of this creature and long white (gasps) Hair.
3: <gasps> the loadiest fucking brims
1: Good, As he laughs and says, I'll be coming for you soon. The intro song Nowhere Land is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at EpidemicSound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Joshua Dixon, and Cat Waterflame. To find out more how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. Dungeons & Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production.
0: The Fable & Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
2: It's the last days of summer, 1920. Do you know where your children are? They should be playing outside.
1: Come on,
4: Chelsea. Mima says we're not allowed to go to this house. We're not even supposed to be on this side of town.
2: Doing their chores... Why aren't these chicken coops clean?
4: Please, Father, I'll be good. (laughs) Ah!
1: Oh, God!
2: Obeying their parents.
1: You look me right in the eyes and tell me you didn't steal this bike. Ma, no, I've been helping Mr.
4: Diamond,
2: all right?
0: Lord, don't tell me my son is working at a speakeasy.
2: Exploring their feelings.
0: Let's go over to the apple tree.
2: Gosh, (laughs) okay. But unfortunately for these young fools, the neighborhood bully has other plans.
3: Tonight, you are going to meet me out in front of the old Barnaker House.
4: Howling House? Why?
2: <laughs> now, a Boy Scout, a Tagalong, a doormat, and a delinquent will dare to spend the night in the most haunted estate in Arkham. Will they survive to see the sunrise? Or will they succumb to the hunger of Howling
1: House?
4: you boy, boy. to die
1: what is that thing is this is this the witch's library
4: i'm gonna kill you not tonight roger make him stop no you watch run away little ones i'm
1: so hungry
2: listen to the call of cthulhu mystery programs award-winning season night at howling house the complete story available everywhere you listen to podcasts And at CthulhuMystery.com All the, all the outs and free, all the outs and free.